0: TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and This Week in Wellness, a systematic review examining the replacement of glucose and sucrose with fructose in foods and drinks has failed to show the harmful effects of fructose previously suggested, and may even suggest some benefit to fructose consumption. The authors noted that conflicting evidence existed on the effects of fructose consumption, especially in those with type 1 and type 2 diabetes. This systemic review showed that fructose replacement lowered peak blood glucose and insulin concentrations without raising triglyceride levels. The authors made a point to note that we are not stating that consumption of sugar, especially as refined carbohydrates, is advisable or beneficial. Consumption of high energy dense foods without significant fiber and or micronutrient content is certainly inadvisable, they said. For this reason, they stated the WHO recommends that less than 10% of your daily energy should come from free sugars. The authors did, however, note previous research has shown that fructose increases the subjective sensation of hunger and food-seeking behavior in fructose consumers. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion on this is that this is a very interesting study in light of the previous commentary and trends that we've seen over the last decade or so. There's certainly been a demonization of fructose As I guess we've seen previously with demonization of sugar, with demonization of fat, with demonization of eggs, with demonization of meat. You know, I think my good friend, Cindy O'Meara, who, if you don't know, uh, is from Changing Habits, a nutritionist up on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. She's wonderful, and, and she often talks about this and says that we uh, we seem to flip around demonising different foods at different times. But ultimately, what it comes down to is eating whole, real food. You know, I think we can safely say that excessive sugar consumption is bad, and these researchers are agreeing with that. I certainly agree with that as well, and, and really, pretty much everyone agrees with that. I think, although there are some exceptions. However. Most people agree that high sugar consumption is bad, especially when it's refined, especially when it's processed. So you know it may not be better or worse to have glucose or sucrose or fructose. I think what we can say safely is that the evidence just isn't strong enough yet to give us a conclusive evidence one way or the other in regards to those. If it were me, I'd still be tending to avoid high fructose corn syrup. I think there's been enough doubt cast over that it's not a natural product or at least not in the way that it's refined and produced so you know i think it makes sense to avoid that until there is better evidence showing the uh, safety or otherwise of consumption of that particular sugar i think it doesn't exist in that form in really in natural products and so i think if we can stick to what is natural or stick to what our bodies evolved eating then it's much more likely to be safe but you know by the same token i think we can say that at least according to this research fruit may not be the enemy you know we we might be demonizing fruits and vegetables too much when we're going on these attacks on certain nutrients in this case fructose I think, you know, fruit is, fruits and vegetables to a degree are something that we've always consumed at varying levels throughout history in varying quantities depending on where in the world you lived. You know, if you were in Papua New Guinea, you may have been eating a lot of sweet potato. You know, if you were an Inuit, you might not have had much fruit or vegetables at all. You know, if you're an islander, you probably had a whole lot more fruit. You know, I think there's a great discrepancy depending on where you came from and how much of that fruit you consumed, Uh, but I do think it was a natural part of the human diet at least to some small degree in most areas so it makes sense that fruit shouldn't be the enemy you know i think what we should be doing is focusing on food quality um, and that may be far more important than obsessing on micronutrients or potentially even macronutrients you know if if we can get back to eating whole real food as close to nature as possible as little processed as possible you know I really do feel like we're gonna get a lot of the benefits from doing it in that way. Um you know you once again you, you may want to recognize that you know the the sugar consumption the carbohydrate consumption in most of our standard Australian standard American diet is seemingly Way out of balance. Um, And so, you know, introducing some healthy fats and proteins into your diet to help balance that out better, I think makes a lot of sense. But once again, it it doesn't mean that you need to totally avoid sugars. Um, It may not mean that you need to totally avoid fructose. It's just about food getting good quality, nutritious food as close to nature as possible, as little as processed as possible. And I think most of the benefits you're going to get from your health or for your health are going to be from doing that on a consistent basis. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thisweekinwellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com.